now by your side through your smart speaker. Just, Just tell, tell it to play ESPN 1000. This is Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000. Well, four days in, and we could always, we could also, um, at this point, classify it is as the summer of our great discontent. If you're a baseball fan here in Chicago, four days, four days into summer, Brian. Yeah, um, boy. <laughs> there's not much to say, right? I mean, there's well, there's it, much I, to say, but I mean, with that, I... I you know what I always say, Mark? What do you always say, Brian? When you, well, I say a lot of things like help. When I, I don't, you know, Dave Feldman, the old sport uh, horse racing writer at the Sun Times, would just say help a lot because he was dying, dying. You hear? And he would just come to the office and say, help, help. Just tell you how his days go and help. Um, what I really say is when you go to a baseball game, you have a chance of seeing something in a baseball game you've never seen before, which is and, always And that intriguing. could be good or bad. Exactly. But it could be always interesting, right? Yeah. With these White Sox, you get to hear something pretty much every day that you've never heard before. It has become that, hasn't it? There have been quite a few uh, quotables, and uh, they're not necessarily all, good. No, uh, I've never heard a manager step in front of the reporters and say, well, you know, we got five guys who've been told by the training staff, if if it's not, you know, if it's a, a routine out, don't run it out. I, <laughs> And, and, of course, a routine out. What is a routine out? Because okay, when you yeah. think it's a routine out and Thank then something, something, and the wheels fall off, you have a chance. That's why you always hustle. That's what we learned again in Little League. How do you know someone's not going to bobble something or, or <laughs> airmail the throw? And hey, Brian, well, Brian, we're just guessing. You're just going to take an educated guess and hope that you're right. I mean, I know, I know. Uh, Tony La Russa actually said, hey, you notice we haven't been taking the extra base lately? Well, that's because we got five or six guys who've been told, don't do that. Don't." Louis Robert stopped at first on what certainly would have been a double, if not a triple, the other day. But because right? we didn't know. Right. And we also a- see, saw him play, uh, there was an outfield play where he just kind of ambled. Toward lollygag. the ball. Yeah, lollygag. That's a better word for it, when, sure. You know what happens when you're a lollygag? You're a lollygag. You get benched. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, he's just following orders. I've never heard. I know. I've never, I know. I've never heard of a medical staff putting together the do, do not run list. And, 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 and uh, let's take it a step further, Brian. I've never heard. Now, that may happen, but are we supposed to hear about that? Well, See, that's this is the situation. Now, now we have to put the excuses out there because because we're not doing our jobs. We're not right, 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 right. But that is that is good for other teams to know that these yeah. oh, these strong you. players thank are you. not going to play to their potential. So yeah, don't don't worry about. They're it. all about fifty percent. So don't don't rush that throw because yeah. that guy is going half speed. Right, to because first base. they they actually have told the media that they're not going to. They're not going to so so. If you do feel like you may bobble it, don't worry about it. They're not going to be running hard anyhow. This is what I'm saying. The excuses come out because they are playing really poorly, and now it seems it's those are terrible excuses. But now that also is information for our um, yeah you know uh, the teams that we're playing and and yeah. You just put it. It is ridiculous it on top of up, ridiculous with a topping of ridiculous. Put it up on the jumbotron before the game. Attention, attention! Yeah, Louis Roberts will not be running yeah. hard. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, who else? Who else Here, is on the list? Andrew Vaughn. Yeah. Tim yeah. Anderson, who yeah. wasn't in the lineup yesterday. Right. After just coming. No, let me ask you this. He's on the do not run list, right? <laughs> Right, not the do not fly list. DNR, DNR. I thought that 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 was do not resuscitate. Yeah, right. Which which we'll see what happens at the end of the season. Well, you know, they're going to need resuscitation if this keeps up. (laughs) Right, they're going to need to check the paperwork to see if there was a DNR do not resuscitate on the White Sox season. Is this a DNR or a do not? Is this a uh, do not resuscitate or a do not run? Okay, but here here here's your your top your five guys on the list. It might be growing. There might be additional guys today. I didn't know. Andrew Vaughn, mm-hmm. and God bless him for everything he's done. Why, why are Ryu, his legs bad? Just one at a time. Why are he, Do we know? I, 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 don't, I, okay. don't, I I'm not in the training room. I'm not right, right, the right. legs. I, I, I like know. we know that we know that hamstring issues have been uh, uh, you know an issue for some. Andrew Vaughn, what, what? He got hit on a hand. Why are his legs oh, tired? You know, speaking of hitting on the hand, Bryce Harper. Oh. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Now, you want to talk about injuries that impact a season? The MVP candidate who fractures his thumb because he gets hit with a fastball by Blake Snell. Mm-hmm. I mean, you want to talk about it. Maybe it's not as long a list of the White Sox. That one's going to leave a mark, okay? It is. It is. Okay, But, but back we have our own problems, Brian. Right. Back back to the White Sox. Yeah. Andrew Vaughn, Jose Abreu shows up anytime he can. Tim Anderson, who just came back. If you're on the do not run list, Tim Anderson, T.A., why are you getting picked off the other day? If you can't run the second. Right. Right, why, yeah, why you're you, absolutely right. Why you're are you venturing right. off? Do, do, how about the do not uh, do not venture off first list? If that's another list. That's another list that he that's should a be no on good right stuffy. now. Yeah, you can't do that. That's a no good stuffy. Left fielder AJ Pollock and your guy Luis Robert. So there's well, okay. And again, what's wrong with Pollock? Well, I guess he did have a hammy earlier this year, right. but okay, this but, tired leg stuff. Look, if you're if you're off the DL and you're playing, you should be on the list that says go balls out is there that list yeah no we don't have that list uh we only have the do not run list so so um uh, mark gonzalez our buddy uh writing for the chicago sun times long time baseball scribe one of the greats uh writes this larusa doesn't blame fans for being upset at what they perceive to be lack of hustle but each player has been told to not risk aggravating their elements and sidelining them indefinitely quote if you watch closely there are extra bases we haven't taken and you can sit them but they're key offensive guys. So he's saying we can't... Key offensive guys that are not really performing up to their potential. Right. So as long as the fans understand it, they're not lazy, but their legs are important. Legs are important in baseball, most sports. And I've I've told you, before this season, I have never heard... So much talk about tired legs. I know. In professional sports. In all professional sports. T.A. just came back. Now, if he wasn't able to come back, then don't come back. Don't, don't, Don't come back and then two days later... You know, be taking a day off. Hey, at this point, I, I think there are a, probably a, a, a good amount of fans that would like to see Lenin Sosa play every day. If we are going to do this, what and we're, we're going to have people, is, well, we're going to have a TA come back, but he can't play to full potential. Right. Why are we not bringing up, uh, you know, some of these these uh, youngsters? Okay, did I win 10 bucks from you? Lurie was in there, but he was playing. Uh, yeah, the, you know what? Look, look, I, 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 I guess we can uh, rock, scissors, paper on that. Because I, know, I, 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 did, I did mean to say that it would be Sosa over Laori. Right. But and, they and both they played both the game. Right. Yeah. So let's, it, and and did you see how Laori stepped in front of Sosa to take a ground ball they ended up dropping? That's a no good. That was awesome. See, there's another, there's, a, you know, once a, you got Lance Lynn runs into trouble in the seventh. 
and ruins Tony's whole pitching. You know, Joe Kelly's coming in the eighth, and that didn't work out because Jose Ruiz. Yeah, not, yeah, not yeah, so yeah, yeah. Look, look, I'm glad you. I'm glad you happened upon that. And I, I know we're throwing a lot of every at everybody. Well, there's a lot to throw. Yeah, and, and, and that's the and saying. that's the problem. That's the problem. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying there's a lot to throw at you, and. Th- because there is a lot. 312-332-3776. If you want to jump in and talk about anything we're hitting, there's just so much. Now, you talked about Lance Lynn. Do you have a problem with Tony leaving Lance in? Given what uh, I, I he was, what, 86 pitches? Yeah. Um, yeah may, maybe once he loads the bases, that's when he gets him out. I, I'm, see, I see I, I don't. I don't. Lance is because a warhorse. I tweeted that out yesterday. He's a warhorse. Yeah. He has to figure out how to get out of that. He didn't. Yeah. But the next move was not Ruiz. No. It was not Ruiz. And I'm tired of Tony saving people for what could be when exactly. he's ignoring what is. And what was, is was Joe Kelly needed to come in there and pitch at that point. Beyond um, Hendricks, who is out right now. But let's say Hendricks is not out, okay? Hendricks is not out. The best pitcher has to come in and pitch in a tough spot like that. Amen. Whether it's Graveman yeah. or Kelly. That's it. You, you, that remind, you know, reminded me of, it used to drive me nuts with Lou Pinella in the playoffs when they did make He would say, well, we can't pitch him because we have him scheduled for game three or whatever. And yet you're trying to win game one. And, you know, you can only win the game you're playing, right? Exactly. That's exactly the same thing. Yeah. It's exactly the same thing. And let's not forget, and and I just mentioned this for uh, just comparison and reference, Mark Burley was brought in to pitch another game, you know, to pitch part of a game in the World Series, uh, what, a couple days after his uh, previous start? And he already, he was drinking beer. At that yeah. point, yeah, I mean, look, look, yes. look, these yes. are professional athletes. Yeah. Can we push them? Can we push them? Apparently not. Apparently and that's not. and that is the problem. And then Tony is protecting them. Where is the fire in the belly, Tony? And I'll tell you something, Brian, we have talked about this. The only way Tony is not going to be the head coach of the Chicago White Sox is if he decides to step down. And he said that if the players stop playing for him, that would be a consideration. Now, if they did have their offense moving yesterday and he didn't put Joe Kelly in and he put Ruiz in and blew the lead, how does that look to the players that have worked their ass off on the bench when the coach is doing that? Isn't that how you lose a team? But you, You would think, but again, Lance Lynn is the latest voice in the choir saying that, hey, we're all in this together and we keep showing up and that's all that matters and you know we put in the work and that's all that matters. It's all going to turn around. There's not even a hint that there's a crack in that foundation. And, and there, may, look, there may not be, and that may just be wishful thinking for those who want Tony to move on. And look, we're still we're we're still playing. We can. I know we've talked about this. We we would heat up against the Blue Jays. We think, oh, we've turned the corner, and then and we're not turning two the games. corner. Yeah. yeah, two games yeah. doesn't yeah. mean anything. No. Now the Orioles have beat the Yankees this year. Hey, they have the beat Ori- Boston. They, they have give them credit. Yeah, they're, they have beat Toronto. So they're not they're not uh, you know a team they've that you roll last, over necessarily. They've won their last five series because they've already already won this series. So that's right. a young team. That's certainly improving and has one more win than the White Sox currently. So, but they know. they did beat us, but we beat us as well you by not showing many, up okay, offensively. Okay, so Friday you didn't have anyone on reach base after the third, 
And yesterday you went another four innings or so where you didn't have a base runner. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. against, look, their bullpen has been terrific, the Orioles' bullpen. Their starters have, they're, they're, I think they're 12th in the league in ERA you know, for a team uh, ERA. We went over guys like, you know, yesterday that come in with an eight-plus ERA, you, and you can't take advantage of it. So, I, I mean, I'll, I'll give credit to the Orioles to a point. But when I, every, every day I hear a different reason why. It's injuries, it's this, it's that. This, we can't, five guys can't run. They're, they've been told not to. I mean, enough. If they're not good, if they're not 100%, if they're not 80%, look, you just said it a few minutes ago. How do you know which plays to go jog on? I mean, right? You don't know what a, what a fielder. That's the beauty of baseball, right? And it, and for them to and for them to just go, uh, you know, to share that information with the media is both. Yeah, uh, it's frustrating because it's obviously excuses, but it's also letting people in on things that we really should know and and uh, opposing teams should know. It is really, really many levels of messed up this year. Uh, I didn't think uh, I didn't even imagine this at this point this year never, on the uh, south yeah, side. Uh, in all my years of watching baseball, covering baseball, I've never heard a manager say, "Well, here's the reason." I got five. I have a list right here. Here's five guys. They've been told not to run things out if if it's not obvious that they're going to be safe. So, again, you know, I'd rather just, them to, uh, willing to take the booze and not share that information. With exactly, you know, right? Exactly right. You know, just keep that in house. Again, if if you decide that you can't play without them because they're they're healthy enough to play, but they're not healthy enough to because you said balls out, then then keep it in house. But now now everyone knows, and it's just one more excuse that you know people are saying that you know we would had this debate yesterday, or Steve Stone on Twitter had a debate with with Sox fans about whether a team's soft or not. Well, define soft, but now when you're being, being told to be soft, um, I, 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 don't, I can't help you. I don't know where to go with it. I really don't. I, and when we get back from the break, we can, if Tony does ever walk away from the team, he's got a, he's came right into the Apple, TV, Apple Plus TV booth. Because he had some other great things to say yesterday. About I look for yeah, yeah. We're we're going to hear all of that. We've got a lot of audio to play, a lot of ground to cover. It's Hanley and Xander. We're here until twelve thirty until we get to um, pregame <laughs> for the fourth. I don't even want to play the Orioles today. I just you know I need a day off. Well, you know what? You could play in your flip flops, uh, but you don't. Coach Eberflus wants track shoes. Apparently the White Sox don't need track shoes, but yeah, you, your legs are good, right? You're and my legs, my legs are fine, and and I'll tell you uh, when we when uh, I don't see your name on the do not run list. No, Maybe no, no, no. I, I I mean I you see my name on the I do not run well list, <laughs> but I'm not on the do not run list. And and I'll tell you something. Yesterday, and, and we're going to have a little fun with this. When it gets frustrating, whether you're watching the North Siders or the South Siders, what comes to mind that you would be rather doing? And yesterday, as Ruiz gave up those, uh, let the, gave up that hit and let those three runs came in. You knew the game in. was over at that point. Right, 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 right. Yeah. I, yeah. I thought, ooh, I've got to do this. I'm going to share that with you Okay. Uh, when we come back here. It's Hanley and Xander on ESPN 1000. So much ground to cover, and we want to hear from you. 312-332-3776. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. This is ESPN 1000. Hanley and Xander on ESPN 1000. Baseball fans here in town. We're P.O.'d. 
And uh, in the planning stages of the show today, Brian, we were texting back and forth. And Charlie, my man, stepped in with a great poll. Twitter poll today at ESPN. Charlie Bevins, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was great. We were like, God, we're just so far in it and being frustrated. Charlie's like, I got one. And here it is. And this we're, is a good we're one. We're on the do not tweet list. The uh, yeah. Sox medical staff has put us on that. Yeah, well, yeah, then there's that. This White Sox season, and this is the poll, this White Sox season has not lived up to expectations so far. So as of today, what is your best, uh, what is your adjusted best case scenario for them? As you're feeling today, okay? Because tomorrow could be different. It's a day-by-day proposition. Division title, wild card berth, missed the playoffs, big names traded. Now, now, now we say this because obviously if you're a White Sox fan, you want to see a division title, okay? Wild, uh, wild card berth would be a second place prize. Nobody wants to be second. Missed the playoffs, that would send a message, to the White Sox that they have to do something drastic. Maybe that's where your head is at right now. Maybe you've had it with all the big names. And the big names, there are a lot of big names on the team. They all go away. What are you feeling? If you want to jump in here, 312-332-3776. So yesterday, as he brought Ruiz in, and I'm saying, why are you bringing Ruiz in? Because, but we know the way Tony thinks. He's thinking three innings ahead, which were not there yet. You have to win the inning that you're actually playing. I thought, you know what? I've got to go pick up the dog poop. Yeah. That's exactly the first thought. It's like, this is over. I've got to go pick up the dog You can either poop. watch it on TV or go ahead and put it in the, the baggies or the shovel and, and get rid of it. Yeah. And I will say this, a warning, okay? It's summertime. I wear the flip-flops. I wear the shorts. Mm-hmm. You pick up dog poop with that and you have one of those shovels and one of those rakes. If you're too aggressive, it Whoa. can get messy. So be yeah. careful with the flip-flops and Let's the shorts. be careful out there. When you're picking up the dog poop. I would imagine you have a service, right? No, I don't have a service. <laughs> I, you know what, the, what I do? No, have, people show I, up and magically pick up your dog poop. No, 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 no. I got two dogs, and I've got those little blue pick bags, poop bags, and every a piece of clothing comes back from the cleaners or out of the dryer. There are bags. There are bags in suits. There are bags in shorts. But then, but then you get to feel that. That's gross. I don't like the. I, I don't want to. I don't want to feel. Well, that. they're not. They're not filled in my pockets. I'm there. No, they're I understand that. But when you put the bag on your hand, Brian, and you go and grab it, it's like well, sometimes you're on a walk. I don't carry. Well, a shovel okay, with okay. It. But do you do? You, I, do you leave it on your neighbor's lawn? Is that what you tell me? I mean, I have the shovel for. Well, see, the house. I have a yard. I don't walk the dogs. I open up the door and say, "Go." Oh, what a lazy rear. You ought to be on the White Sox. <laughs> you don't. You don't take them for. Well, you're on the do not walk. Wait, wait. They, they've got a. They've got an acre to walk themselves. Oh, for okay, but you know, you could probably use a little get up and uh, stretch. Stretch. Well, hey, believe Walk. me, believe me, my my uh, my Fitbit was yelling at me yesterday. Yeah, as what, I'm watching yeah, the Sox game, you know what it said? It didn't say get up and move. It said this game sucks. Go pick up the dog poop. <laughs> okay, yeah, but no, I, I yeah, I don't have a service to pick up my dog poop. <laughs> um, and and you know, and and as you get. You know, I had older dogs, God bless them, and tail in their life. I was carrying them up and downstairs for the last and diaper, two years. And diapering them? No, I don't diaper. But, but I'm just saying. We, we, have a, we have a hound that we have to diaper now. Okay. Uh, you know, and that's kind of, you know, look into your future. Um, <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Thanks. But, 
But getting back to, to the White Sox, when you decided that picking up Doc excrement was better than watching your, your favorite baseball that, team. It, it reached that point where it's like, you know, I don't have time to do this. This is not a good use of my time no, anymore. Right. And it's, that it's has Saturday. to get picked up. To I have right. to go. Um, and so did the dog. And so did um, the dogs. Um, so it's a great Twitter question. And if you put that out in the beginning of April, winning a World Series would have been an option, right? So this is, we've already... It's not even, this is not even on there. If somebody right. has the guts to write that in, good right. luck or to you. It's not realistic. Case. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing, because sell off big names. That's interesting, because that's where we're at. Um, this is coming up. Okay, so you have the August uh, 2nd trade deadline, which is later than it used to be. Um, you have a 19-game stretch coming up, and you will play the division-leading Cleveland and Minnesota teams 15 times. So starting July 4th, you have a 19-game stretch, including 15 against the two teams in front of you. And both of and them have better records. That than... will clarify all you, 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 won't have, you won't be able to make more excuses. You're either going to be good enough to beat those teams right. and, and, and leapfrog them or get neck and neck with them or – status quo because you've been running in quicksand or running in, in place for the last seven weeks, or you're going to fall further behind. So right. there you go. Right. And, and I was going to jump in and say both of those teams have better records than the Orioles. Yes. yes they and do. both of those teams we had a problem with earlier in the season. Now it has heated up and we're hitting a little better. But are we able to count on our offense consistently? No, no. Well, that's my point. You know what? It has showed up and then it's gone away. It showed up and it's gone away. It hasn't been consistent. And this is going to be the measure. Now, I'm almost at the point to say, if we say we have uh, a fabulous trade deadline move or two, okay, can we still trust the existing coaching staff to use them properly to get to where we need to go? And, 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 you know, we're back to... to I mean, do we coming. have the players or not? Did, did I miss something? Okay, Rick Hahn was on with Cap and Jay Hood, right? Mm-hmm. Did, did I miss... Because we go, we can go back another week or so when people people were tweeting that Rick, Rick Hahn's hands are tied when it, when it comes to Tony. We know we didn't hire Tony. We know Jerry wanted Tony to give you know make, a, make amends for all those years, decades ago. Did anyone ask Rick if he has the authority, if he wants to wake up today and say, you know what, it's a start. Maybe it's not all his fault, but the manager's got to go. Did, did, was that question posed to the general manager? Do you have? I think. Could you I fire think Tony not. Today not in. To? Not not in that conversation. I heard the whole thing with okay. Captain Jay Hood. However, he has been asked that before, and I'm. I'm sure that he just kind of danced his way out of it. Of course, it. I, but there's, I, no, know, there's no way he says. No, I can't do whatever. Well, okay. See, or there's okay. no way he says yes. I can do whatever. So blame me for everything. Well, well, you know what? Then, then, either you are getting close to being an empty suit, or you don't believe Tony's the problem. Okay. At some point, it's not all on Tony's desk, but there's been enough. And when the team underachieves in baseball, the first move is the manager goes. It just happens. You can't you right, can't fire right, everybody. Right. Right. You know, and, and for those who are listening that think that managers don't make a difference, okay. Tony That's is the one that made the call with Ruiz coming in. Yeah. I mean, there have been, been many, many, many ways many. that he has made a difference in not a good way and maybe some in a good way. But it's been I, unbalanced. 
But again, in baseball, it, it you know you can't the, everything doesn't lead back to the manager, but enough certainly has when this team is four games under five hundred was expected to be leading this division, which is not very good. Don't don't even start with that. And we all get the injuries. Okay, Bryce Harper's not missing from this group. I got news for you. And Tim Anderson comes back, but then he can't play yesterday, but he gets picked off even though he's on the do not run list. Right, right. There are several problems here. If you are going, as you pointed out uh, very, uh, very uh, specifically, if you are not in good health but you're back because we need you, don't be leading off. So there are there are mental breakdowns and there are physical breakdowns. And yes. they're all happening at the same time, mm-hmm. which is just compounding everything. Then there are good pitching performances. And let's face it, until until Lance, you know, loaded up the bases, he was great. I mean, he was good. He was yeah. good. And we okay. should have been able to win that game. Same thing with, with, uh, uh, with the know, Kopech game. Same it's thing. only only third start back from from coming back. So I mean, he, he he's not. I don't lay that at his doorstep. No, I don't. no, 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 no. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. And as we've heard, you know, when when Han announced the uh, Tony La Russa hiring, he you you pointed out, and we all remember if we were paying attention. It's been decided. It has been he, decided. Nobody says a, nobody no. says that if that's their decision. Exactly right. Yeah, it's been decided that Tony's the best man for this first job. It's not like I, I'm hiring Tony LaRusa because he's the best man for this job. I mean, but at some point, I mean, I get it's a, a well-compensated job, and there's only 30 of them out there. And, you know, everyone would like to be a baseball GM, especially if you've been in the game. And Rick's got all the diplomas on the wall. He's a very bright guy. But if your hands are actually tied on something And we can that say the same thing with Hoyer on the north side. I mean, oh, yeah. both of those Absolutely. are jobs Absolutely. that you would like to have, but be careful what you wish for because, yeah. you know, being in those uh, those situations, you're earning every bit of that money. Sully because you're, great... you're, you're the face of the uh, organization, yet you can't be yeah. obvious to say, hey, this is not my fault. Sully, Sully had a great column, Paul Sullivan, in the Tribune today. It's the 10th anniversary of, of Anthony Rizzo being brought up and starting, you know, the rebuild and being becoming one of the face, you know, the face of the organization and certainly one of the leaders of the World Series team. And basically, Jed's now saying, well, 2027, we'll figure out some, who some of these prospects are. And, you know, Crane Kenny's talking about, well, we give Jed money. And Jed said, you know, he didn't spend his budget last year. He told you guys that. So they're not ready to spend because they're not ready to win. It's, it's, a, it's a wonderful thing. And even with Rick Hahn, I mean, in some respects, you can sit here and, you know, and I can question whether Rick has the authority to fire Tony. It's really great job security. If you can't fire the manager, how are they going to fire the general manager, right? If 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 Jerry's not going to come down and say, Rick, you know, this roster really is underachieving. You're gone because Tony's doing such a great job. So even if I, I, on the outside looking in, you're going to get some slings and arrows and take some insults and some criticism. It's really great job security. Same thing with Jed. I, yeah, sure, yeah. I'll, I'll sign on to the, the cheap rebuild and, and give everyone nebulous There's ideas. a layer of protection, sure. Yeah. I'll check back with me in 2027. I've, I've made five more years of money and tell me, and then I'll tell you if we have a good team or not. I mean, come on. 312-332-3776. Brad is on the hold. We'll get to Brad on the other side of the break. 
Jump in, we also talk have ben to us. Pope coming up. Too. Yes, Ben Pope at. Uh, oh yeah, that's uh, we're doing Ben right after the break, right? Yep. Oh yeah, that's a quickie. Ben is going to talk about the potential hire of Luke Richardson as Blackhawk head coach. So we will. You know what? Because of that, let's take this phone call real sure, quick, and absolutely. then we'll get into um, Blackhawk talk here. Brad from Garfield Ridge. Hey, Brad. Real quick, what you got? Um, I just want to say that us as White Sox fans that we have to realize that. They're not going to fire Tony La Russa. It's Jerry had to convince his best friend to come out of retirement to come and coach this team. And it's, it's do you know just how, how much of a clown organization that this will be if he fires his best friend after two years? Yeah, he's not going to fire gonna him. Happen. Brad, but what, what, if you want La Russa gone, you have to hope that the team turns on him because he will, as he said, if the team isn't playing for him, he will walk away. So that's what you have to hope for. And if you hope for that, you're hoping for more losing. Yeah, because uh, there's going to be more losing for that to happen. Mm -hmm. But I I just think that that would just leave a a negative mark on Tony LaRusso for him to end his career. And I think that they won't let that happen. He's a Hall of Fame manager. And I think that Jerry Reinsdorf would do what he can to... to, He wanted Tony LaRusso to be... On a higher level, you know, because he says, here's a team that they're going to win the World Series. Just sit down and enjoy the ride. But Well, it, if it would have worked out that way, Brad, thanks for the call. If it would have worked out that way, that would have been great. But obviously it is imploding and something drastic has to happen at this point because that corner that we keep hoping they're turning. Well, I'm looking. Uh, we're almost in July. Where's the corner? And uh, will we turn it permanently? We need to now. We need to last week. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. We're going to talk to Ben Pope about uh, the Blackhawks when we get back here. It's Hanley and Xander on ESPN One Thousand. It's okay if you missed your favorite show. Podcasts are ready. The all new ESPN Chicago app is here. This is Chicago's home for sports. This is ESPN One Thousand. <laughs> We're going to take a break talking about baseball for a bit here to another point of frustration, although it's not an open wound like it quite was for a while. But hopefully we can move forward. Ben Pope of the Sun-Times joins Hanley and Xander here on ESPN 1000 to talk Blackhawks and when they may be and who they may be naming as the new head coach. Hey, Ben, welcome in. Hey, thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us. So uh, Luke Richardson... A guy who that we saw play for Edmonton back in uh, the early 90s as we were chasing the Cup. Uh, great Stallworth NHL defenseman for years and years and years. How do you like this? Well, uh, we don't really know too much about him yet. He hasn't been officially announced as a coach or introduced, although that is coming this this coming week in the next few days okay, but okay. from what i've heard um talking around the league he is a really well-liked coach just as he was as a player um he had been an assistant in montreal the past four years had previously had stops with the senators and islanders and with the senators ahl affiliate as their head coach so while he doesn't have nhl head coaching experience he does have some significant experience around the league and uh, he is a popular guy. I know in Montreal he was really, really well-liked uh, handling the defense there. He, he played a big role in their run to the, the 2021 Stanley Cup Final. Obviously this past season didn't go quite as well, but uh, he comes with a, with a good reputation, so we'll see uh, how it goes. 
You know, Ben, uh, Derek King got an interview. They interviewed four candidates, and, and Derek was always going to be in consideration. But in my world, I said it yesterday, as much he's an affable guy, he was put in a tough position, he did what he could with, you know, and obviously uh, a lacking talent base. But there wasn't enough, you know, energy coming out in, in starting games. They always took periods off. Um, you know, the effort just wasn't consistently there for a team that should have been hungry, even if they weren't very good. Uh, you know, I don't know if you agree with any or all of that or none of that, but uh, what what did you think of Derek King and where do you think he ends up? Because can he really coexist on the same staff after being the interim head coach and then be, you know, an assistant to Luke? Yeah, I mean, that's really the question. I'll, I'll address your your sort of analysis first. Um, I mean, frankly, I think he did as good of a job as possible. I mean, he was mm-hmm. given a pretty a pretty bad team. Um, they were gonna lose, and when we're when you're losing, when they're a bad team, I mean, you're gonna have slow starts. You're gonna make mistakes. You're gonna have turnovers. Like that's just part of being a bad team. And that we're probably gonna see even worse under Richardson simply because they're gonna be built to kind of lose these next few years to maximize their draft picks, and so. We'll be able to nitpick faults, but I don't know how much it'll be Richardson's fault just as much as I don't know how much it was King's fault. Um, but I think, I mean, there's certainly reasons why they, they went with a different candidate other than keeping King. He is a bit more of an old-school guy. Uh, late in the season, he called for more veterans to be brought in next year, which obviously is not going to be the plan. Um, so I think it, it, it makes sense why they wanted someone with a little more NHL coaching experience, which obviously, obviously King had none of before last season and and to so it makes sense on that front but yeah it is going to be a little awkward now what they do with with king i'm not sure exactly what the plan is there it's obviously possible he sticks as an assistant it's possible he goes back to rockford although ander Sorensen did pretty well as interim coach down there so they may want to keep him as the head coach so it's possible we see king kind of uh in no man's land here which would be unfortunate because i think he really did a good job as possible last year and i enjoyed um you know working with him and, and talking with him on a daily basis but we'll see maybe he does stick around yeah you know ben we we had talked about this yesterday i spent some time in rockford i actually uh, ran the sports station that was the affiliate when Derek got hired and he's very well liked in rockford but you had, you made a point the interim head coach has done a great job I, it seems like Derek would be the guy that's a company guy that seems like they could plug him in wherever they need. He doesn't seem ego first, like uh, <laughs> Mike Keenan or something ridiculous off the charts like that. It, it seems like he could be plugged in. Uh, and, and I agree with you. He was not given a good situation, and he took it. Now, if Luke does take this job, as we all expect... You know, built to lose. You you said that, and that's really going to stick in my mind. And and this goes across sports. Uh, you know, sometimes these teams are built to lose because they're chasing draft picks. Is that? I, I know Luke would love to run a. I'm assuming a, you know, a, a original six team, but boy, that's not a great situation to walk into. You know. Yeah, it's it's going to be tough. I'm sure Davidson has fully filled him in on the plan. I'm sure he's coming into this knowing what's going to happen this off season and beyond. But, but yeah, it's going to be a tough situation. Uh, it's something I wrote about uh, yesterday, sort of in wake of, of the news of that he'd be hired, that he's going to have to strike a really delicate balance here um, between supporting his players but also accepting that they're going to fail a lot of the time just because they're not going to have the talent to keep up with a lot of these um, contending teams. He, he's going to have to, to – 
to be honest with the fans and transparent about the rebuild and, and about the state of the team, but still help his players develop and encourage them and, and not throw them under the bus. So yeah, it's going to be a tough job just from um, sort of a messaging standpoint on, on how to walk this line on a team that's, that's going to be struggling despite no matter what he does really as a coach, uh, but, but still try to keep morale up, still try to help players improve because that's obviously what he's there to do. And, and if these young players can develop, then the future will be brighter. So it's definitely going to be a, a tough a tough job, a big challenge for him as a first-time coach. And I'm sure he knows that coming in, and, and we'll just have to see uh, over the next year and beyond how, how it goes for him. Okay, Ben, and what about, you know, the, the, all of a sudden there's more noise that Debrinkit's going to be traded, not if, but when. And Patrick Kane basically you know, said that, you know, he'd sure like Debrinkit to be around. And, and how does that change you know, Patrick Kane's appetite to be part of a rebuild um, if Dabrinkit does get traded. Can you handicap, you know, what it looks like to have your stars here or not here starting the season? Yeah, the Dabrinkit trade situation is still really up in the air. I think maybe people got a little bit carried away uh, with its certainty. I think it still could not happen. They could definitely keep him for this coming year and see how things go um, with this last year on his contract. But he definitely also could get traded. Uh, if he does, I would kind of expect it to be in the next week or two before the draft because I think getting back a, a top 10 pick from someone like New Jersey or Ottawa would be kind of the priority or, or in trading him. Obviously, they'd want more than that pick alone, but that would be a big part of the package. So if it does happen, I think it'll happen soon, and, and then it'll the eyes will turn to Kane, who obviously is, is very tight with the Brinkett, uh, seemed to really enjoy playing with him this year. They both had had great seasons, and, and Kane said late in the year that um, Dabrinka being there makes him happy. It makes him more willing to stay. So uh, I think if, if Dabrinka is traded, it wouldn't be that far of a stretch to say that part of the plan is to try to help convince Kane to be traded because I know the Hawks would love to get assets back for him, but they don't want to force him out. It's obviously still going to be up to Kane uh, in the end, at the end of the day what he decides, and, and we really don't have any inklings yet. He's, he's kept all his cards close to his hand, same with Taze, and, and it'll just be kind of a waiting game to see at what point they tell the Hawks what they're deciding to do and, and what that decision is. Yeah, the, the idea of moving ahead without Patrick Kane is really, <laughs> that hurts, but at some point it has to happen, right? And we just have to get the right return, whether we're talking about Dabrinkit or Kane or even Taze at this point, whatever that return would be. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's really going to come down to building for the future. I mean, they, they want to respect Kane and Taves as they should for all the contributions they made to the franchise, but um, it seems like the Hawks really want to, to just focus all their eyes on the future. Um, so I think if they could trade anyone pretty much on this roster uh, for draft picks and prospects, they would do it. So, yeah, um, yeah it's, it's an interesting balance um, that they're going to have to find. Well, ben, yeah, appreciate yeah, your time today. Yeah, uh, we, we do. You're busy, and uh, you took a few minutes, and we appreciate it. It'll be an interesting week or two because if those trades are coming, well, then uh, all bets are off, and it's up to Kyle Davidson to maximize uh, the, the returns and start this thing, jumpstart this thing. And, you know, he said he doesn't know how long it'll take, but if you do accelerate it with big moves like that, um, it'll it's be It's ripping the Band-Aid so, off. Yeah, for sure. for sure. Yeah. Thank you, Ben. We appreciate it. Yep. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, Ben Pope of the uh, Sun-Times. So, uh, Brian, we're, we're going to uh, continue the baseball talk. If you want to jump on and talk Blackhawks, please do.
Please do. I mean, I wouldn't mind the diversion from uh, talking uh, about baseball. Luke for, Richardson is not uh, he's not a relative of Tony Larissa, right? No, no, I, no, I don't think so. And I loved him as a hockey player. I mean, he was he he never played for the Hawks, so I had I had appreciation for him. Such a stalwart on the uh, D line for so many teams. Like I said, most uh, uh, most obviously Edmonton. Which was the obstacle for all those great Hawks teams. Yes, it was. Yes, it was in the 90s. Yep, Uh, from the early 90s on. He played with Toronto for a while. So to have him, uh, to have a name like that come in, that would be great. But as Ben said, it is not going to be a quick changeover. This is going to be, we're going to have to deal with a couple of tough years. And, And the phrase that he used, built to lose, I think you could plug that into the Cubs. Well, sure. You know, it, 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 it's a shocking but true statement in sports. Built to lose. So I mean, you Kyle, can eventually Kyle get Davidson, to win. Kyle Davidson, at least has been transparent. I mean, where Jed's like, oh, don't call this a rebuild. Yeah, yeah. Kyle Davidson, it's well, I can't, it's not really a rebuild. I can't tell you how long a rebuild, but it's not going to be a short rebuild. So somebody needs to bring up the built to lose quote to uh, Jed to see how he reacts. 312-332-3776. Back after this on ESPN 1000. ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Twitter at ESPN 1000. No, we're not happy with that at all. I mean, that drives Tony and the coaching staff, you know, crazy. Uh, it's one of the major priorities from the start of, well, really their offseason planning, much less the start of spring training. So when you see fundamental errors, you see things that, you know, we preach throughout our, our minor league system uh, not being executed at the big league level, it, it can be very frustrating because you're right, especially when you're not necessarily at full strength, your margin of error is a lot smaller. So not being able to perhaps get a guy over or miss a cutoff man on a throw from the outfield that gives up an extra base, those are the little things that can cost you ball games. And, you know, I do feel we've been able to tighten some things up versus where we were at the start of the year, but I think Tony would probably be the first to tell you that. Uh, we can do better in that area, and they continue to, to preach it. Hanley and Xander, ESPN 1000. Discipline is a word that comes to mind. Brian, discipline with fundamentals. Discipline at the plate. We had discipline against the uh, Blue Jays for a couple of games there. Yes. Remember what we were doing? We're, we're going with the pitch. Uh, we were, it was playing small ball. Yes, yep. yes, yes, yep. yes. And the discipline against the Orioles is gone. Swing, uh, first pitch swings, pop him up. Luis Robert did it yesterday. He had a decent game, though. But but the point is that discipline, both with fundamentals and at the plate, that's a that's a good word to remember. And how much they're preaching that, I don't know. And you have the uh, Laurie error, and it's you know yep. pick pick a player, pick a day. It's different guys doing different things, but you know bobbling. He just, you know, Rick Hahn just said, the margin of error is very thin. We've been talking about Especially forever. with all the injuries. I mean, he and, made it sound so simple, and it really is conceptually. Yes. Um, you know, and we talked about the only way that Tony walks away is if he said, if the players stop playing for him, then he knows it's time to go. Mm-hmm. And yet, after each loss, and there have been more losses than wins, you have guys like Reese McGuire yesterday. You put a handful of good games together, 
all of a sudden you lose a couple in a row. Yeah, it's a bummer because you feel like you're so close to getting on a roll. I mean, I heard Gavin Sheets talk about that a month ago, right? Oh, we're, we're barreling up on the ball. It's just not falling. If things are going to come. And when it does, you know, we're going to be putting up, you know, boatloads of runs. You know, Lance Lynn. I mean, they're all, they all have the right attitude and approach. They're all very positive. So the idea that they're going to quit on Tony, I don't see that happening. Well, uh, okay. And, and, and while I get that, look, I, they're going to have to forward-facing. They're going to have to be positive. They're, you know, the players are going to have to hope. That's what they're playing for. They're going to have to hope. But what's actually happening in the clubhouse doesn't necessarily reflect that. Right. And but it, it, if, you're, if, if you're rooting for them to quit on Tony, then you're rooting for what? What's the number? Well, you're, number? you have to root for more losses, which is unfortunate. Is it, is it, it, it a it's three steps worth? back? Yeah, is instead it, of three, three steps weeks? back. I mean, I mean, what would it take? For Tony to say they've quit on me, it's not a one losing streak. See, that's, the, that's the that's the that's the that's uh, the magic question, isn't it? What yeah. would it take? But it does seem like you know, we we've talked about this. The talent and there's a lot of talent on the uh, injury list right now. There's too too much talent on the injury list. Mm-hmm. But we have to we have to get them back and we have to assess what we have, and that's Rick Hahn's mission by the trade deadline because if if he really wants to as he said at the beginning of the season chase the world series then he's going to have to make some adjustments because what is going on right now is not good enough whether it be injuries underperformance or lack of coaching it's just not good enough how much will he be able to do 312-332-3776. Jump in and talk this off the ledge. Brian and I are both on the ledge with this uh, White Sox team. Because the Orioles, yes, they are more improved, but we looked totally ineffective. And don't tell me the Orioles are better than the Blue Jays. I'm not no. going to accept that. No, again, the Orioles came in with a 4.10 ERA um, that, that was coming in yesterday. And they're 12th in the AL. We, we made you- their pitchers look a lot better. I mean, you're shaving full runs off the ERAs of some of these guys, right? So it, it's just at some point you have to say, I don't care who's hurt. I don't care who, who's been told not to run to first base if it's not a guaranteed uh, you know, a hit, which, again, explain what a guaranteed hit to me is in baseball. But it, when you come up against guys who have eight-plus ERAs and then a, a relief pitcher comes in after following that guy with a five-plus, almost six ERA, and you – can't you go five innings without a hit, or you go without getting anyone a base, even reaching? Right, not good enough. I mean, right. just simply. And, and, and again, you know, Tony's not playing the game. However, there there's blame to go around in in different ways, and there's too many issues uh, that are really leading us to this point. And yeah, you know, again, I I go back to discipline. That's one of the things that's most obvious to me: discipline at the plate, discipline with fundamentals, discipline defensively, you know, not making these errors. Yesterday, Larry Garcia took a ball away from Lenin Sosa like a jealous... It's like, I'm going to take this. I'm the veteran. Oops! I dropped it. 312-332-376. We'll be back in two minutes. More baseball talk. We'll uh, we'll talk about the Northsiders, uh, your team, uh, going against the Cardinals yesterday. They lost, but, uh, you know, did they did they look... The, I want to get your feeling on uh, what happened yesterday in St. Louis. We'll do that after that. It's Hanley and Xander on a Sunday morning here on ESPN 1000.